Hold here. They are killers of Tunkun. They must die. Here. Today. It's me that they want. That's what all this has been about, right? The, the hunting of a Tukun, the taking of our kids. You brought this upon us! You! But then it's me that has to do this. We interrupt this program to bring you... Alright everybody, my name is Kevin. My name is Adam. And I'm Julie. And we are The Real Movie Guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Real Review, the series where we review and discuss all your favorite movies. On today's episode, we're going to be taking a look at Avatar, The Way of Water, directed by James Cameron, starring Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, and Sigourney Weaver. Jake Sully lives in this newfound family formed on the extrasolar moon Pandora. Once a family threat returns to finish what was previously started, Jake must work with the Natiri and the army of Navi to race to protect their home. Okay, guys, uh, I have a love-hate relationship with Avatar uh, significantly. I think it, and I think most people can agree with this, it is probably the most beautiful movie ever made. And we're just talking about the first one. The second one is de- is definitely in that realm for sure. It's by far, again, it's an incredible achievement. I don't think anyone could take that away from the movie. It's it's by far, it's amazing. It's, it feels like it's there, right? I think we can all agree on that. Uh, the story is where I've had the problem since Avatar 1. And God damn it, it traveled into Avatar Way of Water because I, I didn't really have a good time. I mean, again, I understand it. I love what's going on here. I love what I'm looking at. But I'm really just not enjoying the substance of the story here. I, I don't know if it's just not for me. Maybe I'm missing something. But I want to talk to you guys before we get into the nitty gritty. Adam, talk to me about Avatar: The Way of Water a little bit. I, I, I don't know. It happened again with uh, the sequel here, and it just seems like the movie just—they just exist for me, right? Like they don't really do much for me. They just kind of are there, right? And they're just like this visual, you know, treat. That just kind of, you know, visually is pleasing to the eye. But uh, I mean, beyond that, it's just kind of like, oh, you know, there's Avatar again. <laughs> I, and I know. And I feel like we shouldn't be feeling that way about this movie. At least, you know, as far as like things that come out, it, it's astounding what they've done, what they've achieved. I feel, I feel <laughs> like a lot of people, are, you know, they like this movies, And I guess, you know, to a certain extent, I get it. But like. Right. I do not. I do not personally get it. I don't get it. I. I mean, again, it's maybe it's just the visuals. You know, I. I don't know, and that's, I'm sure that's something we're going to talk about. So, okay, uh, Julie, how about you? What'd you think? It was fine. <laughs> I mean, elephant in the room is that the visual. Again, the visuals are amazing. Like that's just beyond the point. Do I want to sit through? over three hours of amazing visuals? No, because at the end of the day, the substance isn't there. Um, I can't figure out what story that this is probably borrowed from, you know, where the first one was, you know, pretty much cut, cut and paste of a uh, Pocahontas. This one, I'm sure they, he ripped off another story, um, but it's, it's just fine. I mean, I rode that original Avatar hype when it came out, like, oh my gosh, it's such a great movie. Watch it again. It's fine. Yeah, and, I'm and that's say, how I feel about this one. It's fine. Do I want to? Yeah. Would I watch it again at over three hours? No. No, I, no way in hell would I watch this again. Uh, but, but besides that being the point, 
the first Avatar was definitely an experience, I think, for a lot of people who saw it in theaters. That 3D experience is unlike any other. I mean, you can really attribute Avatar, the first film, actually uh, creating the fad we know is 3D. That was such a long thing. And it feels like it's waned off quite a bit now at this point. Uh, even this film was extremely popular in 3D in the theater. A lot of people were going out to see it and a lot of people were enjoying it. Once you take that gimmick away from it, I feel like there's still an interesting, there's an interesting movie here. I mean, I, I hate to say like, it's not that great. Cause I understand what James Cameron's trying to do. Uh, the first avatar is literally Pocahontas. You can't convince me any other, which way it, it's literally verbeat Pocahontas. There's even like memes of it online where they take out the names like John Smith and put Jake Sully in as the name of the character and Natiri instead of Pocahontas. It, it's identical. And you know, that's not the first time we've seen movies do that. I think we've said even multiple times here on the channel, not everything's going to be original, right? You know, you're going to have some things that are inspired. It's what you do with that material and how you transform it is what's interesting. James Cameron, I just feel like, and especially in this movie too, he has like these great ideas and these great images of set pieces that he wants to do. It's just, I feel like there's just nothing for me to connect to the story and this movie even just even just right away just i felt myself just not being able to connect with the characters returning uh jake sully is really just about him and his family and their journey and i think that's what james cameron's trying to tell as far as the story uh even like the first like little weird thing that threw me off is like the narration where jake's telling talking about how he's like assimilating into the avatar uh, the, you know the Navi race and he's like talking about in their in their local tongue and then suddenly it transforms into English out of nowhere and they start talking talking normal I'm like all right that's kind of weird yeah, I, I understand for the convenience but it's still kind of weird yeah that throwaway line of like oh yeah like I pretty much just hear it as English in my head now and then you're like okay that's it we're and done I, and I don't know about you guys Adam but would you consider that like lazy writing to me it just kind of feels like I like oh I gotta explain this really quick like here's here's something for you I honestly, I would have been fine if it was like more subtitled. Yeah. Like give me the, the actual language. Cause I think that's way cooler than it's more. Engrossing. I don't know. That's more. Yeah. It's more immersion than that. What I was looking for. Right. And I not would... only that. Oh yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. Not only that, like even just the way the characters communicate, like Jake, you understand like him communicating the way we do. Like he was, was born on earth. That's how I grew up. But, like his kids, like, Jake's the minority in my, like, he's a human that became a Navi, whatever. Right. But his kids talk like American teenagers, like, oh, bro, ha, ha, ha. It's like, no, nobody else around you except for your father talks like that. So why are you talking? That just bothered me so much. Like, I would have liked, again, I agree, more subtitles I think would have been even better. But if you're not going to do the subtitles, at least kind of talk the way Navi talk, like, because, Natiri, she speaks in a certain like dialect, certain speech pattern, and that's not evident in pretty much any other character. Right. And I think there's a lot of irony, too, with this movie. And a lot of my issues really are like the beginning of this movie. Once we get towards the end, I think it kind of finds what it wants to do as far as like an action movie. And I think that's actually really where this movie is more interesting. But the beginning... There's so much information I feel like he has to get across to us that within the first like 30 minutes, there's like info dumps of like, hey, this is where we've all been. This is where Sigourney's Weaver character uh, Navi was like the Virgin Mary and gave birth to a duplicate of her, which is incredibly creepy, by the way. I don't know how you guys felt about that, but Sigourney Weaver in a little girl's body just... That wasn't doing it for me. I, I don't know. That was a little strange. Uh, then we have the uh, spider who's left behind, who ends up being the son of the villain of Stephen Lang's uh, 
Quarterich, whatever his name is, the, the main guy, uh, his son is like left behind, which is such a weird, obnoxious, like tie into this whole plot. I just, I didn't really care for the whole spider thing, which was, I guess he's supposed to be like the Tarzan, like assimilating in the jungle with, with the Navi. A lot of things. Again, James Cameron has a lot of ideas in this movie, and I feel like just none of them really stick. And the problem is, too, not even that they don't stick, this movie's three hours and 12 minutes long. Like, God damn it, it's trying so hard to justify its runtime, and it doesn't. I mean, there's no point where I sat down and said, you know what, I got to this scene, and that was amazing. Whether it was, like, the beautiful underwater scenes, which, again, they're they're absolutely beautiful. Like, the sea creatures, uh, his son has, like, a special connection with a sea animal, which feels like a free willy side story we suddenly got in this movie. Uh, then we have literally, like, by the end, we have, like, a Titanic. Like, the, literally a ship is sinking, and they're upside down like they're in the Titanic. Uh, I hate to say it, but it's also, like, James Cameron's greatest hits. That, that's what it feels like. These are things I've seen him do before with regular technology. Now he has this spread technology at his fingertips and he's not afraid to do whatever he wants. What about you, Adam? Do you think anything justifies this movie's like runtime existence or I just had a hard time. I mean, I would have totally been okay if they wanted to shave down some of that information dump at the beginning. Maybe honestly a half hour would have been perfectly fine. I think it would have been more palpable if it was a uh, two and a half hours. Yeah, I think so too. What about the family? Did you feel it? Because I also had a disconnect from like most of the the children. Because I guess this is supposed to be Jake Sully and his family. Did you really feel like what he? I guess what he was trying to say is this was supposed to be about relationships and the bonds between family, and it felt overwrought and cliche throughout the whole thing. It just they just throw it on you. It just gets thrown like, bam! Here you go. Here's what's happening with this. Here's your uh, here's your life update on this family, and I'm right. like. I don't care about them yet. Like you can't just do that. No. And then even as the story goes and some of the events that happen to certain family members as the movie goes, I don't mm -hmm. think I cared. I, I yeah, really, no, I, it was like, Oh, here's the one brother. Who's like the good brother who always listens to his father. Then there's the trouble brother. Who's always rebellious against his father and the daughter. Who's just there. Uh, I don't know why that's a thing. That's a little sexist if you ask me. The daughter that's just there. And then again, the Virgin Mary subplot, who's going to save the world because she's a clone of her dead mom Navi thing. Uh, it's just too much. It's just way too much. And don't get me started on the villain. I hate to be the one talking here, but the villain was by far the most stupidest thing. So uh, I guess this is light spoilers. I'm sorry in advance. Uh, I didn't know this was what the plot was about, but uh, uh, Stephen Lang's character actually survived. Well, he, he died at the end of the last avatar. Uh, Corwich survived, died and his consciousness <laughs> was transferred to another a Navi host body. Uh, but it's not really his consciousness. It's like a backup file. So it's like his computer like backed up all his memories. And they had that saved in like a big spaceship in the sky. And they backed it up and said, hey, you got to go finish the mission. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go finish the mission and get revenge. And, you know, I, I thought the original mission of the first Avatar was to get the unobtainium, which that, that still bothers me. That's what it's called. Uh, this was the, the name. Something like, yeah, like really, you couldn't try a little oh. harder. Yeah. So his his whole plot in the first one is to get the unobtainium, kill all the Navi and, you know, you know, oh, my God, uh, save the save the rainforest. Uh, that, that was the first plot of the first movie. So I thought, OK, you know, he's going to finish that. That has that's his mission, right? Like you would think, OK, he's going to go in there, wipe out all the Navi. He's like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to go kill Jake Sully. And it's literally just him chasing Jake Sully throughout the whole movie. And the worst part is he starts that like journey and then it stops. Like literally they don't talk about it for like an hour. 
And then suddenly he's like, oh yeah, I'm still here. Oh, Jake Sully. Oh, I hate you. So stupid. Nothing for me, guys. Adam, anything? You got anything for that? I just... That bothered the hell out of me. If anything, this (laughs) concerns me for uh, future films in the series. Because, like... Mm I feel like he there was so much information that he could have done with with just you know a few things and there's so many th- things he could have expanded upon in this movie and could have left some things for the future films but like if this all of this happened in one film I, I what's to, who's to say you know what's gonna happen in those what is it three more I think right yeah I think it's like two or three more at least easily from what I was what I remember reading yeah it's directly. just concerning <laughs> I feel like it- if they wanted to bring him back, I feel like they shouldn't have brought him back in this movie. I feel like it's, if like they could have waited till the end, I would have preferred them maybe to just continue to fight the military because they're still there. They just want to, at this point, they want to take over Pandora to make like a, a new Earth, right? Because Earth is going to shit. But see, that's not and even clearly will. stated yeah. either because then they're like, oh, we chased them all off the planet. So they all had to go all back to their planets. That's why Spider got left behind. But clearly there's still people there. So they didn't chase everybody right. off like... I feel like that would have been a better cliffhanger because, like Adam said, it is a little concerning to think of where are they going to go from here because, spoiler alert, what's his face? The military guy survives. Right. Yeah, and so he's still going to be around causing trouble for Jake Sully. Is that just what it's going to be for the rest of this? Like, oh, Jake Sully, I'm going to get you for two more movies. I guess. And I mean, you know what? And I'll, and I'll give you this, you know, for I think that's probably the more interesting story here to some extent that personal like if you made that vendetta the whole crux of this series like that that personal rivalry between the two like he betrayed him and now he's going after him and now maybe he's having like a change of character because his son's there like there's there's things you could have done the problem is james cameron just can't pick a lane and stay in it he wants to have all these other big Mm -hmm. odyssey like storytelling going on and it's too much it's too bloated and it makes the movie boring and uninteresting Um, Yes. And I I hate to be negative because I think there are some things that are actually positive. Uh, The visuals, like we said, I think they are second to none. Uh, Watch this in 4K Ultra HD on an OLED. Uh, Wow. It was it was something. It really is something to behold at times. You can't really tell the difference between CGI and, you know, what you're looking at on the screen. Uh, Sometimes you can. I think with more of the character models, maybe just because I'm more keen to it now. I, I was able to notice it, but. Not, not, not often. I would say De- definitely not often. Uh, you know, you really don't get that uncanny valley feeling or anything like that when you're watching this. Uh, the, the real visual I think here, and I think this seems to be the theme with what he's filming, is uh, this was like very focused on the underwater scenes. Uh, I think that's really what James Cameron wanted to bring to the front forefront of this film, and they're done beautifully. I mean, they are incredible. Seeing the Navi swim underwater, rising in and out of the water, uh, just, just all their interactions. Uh, I know for the future films, I think he has different areas kind of like planned out like different Navi races. Like there's going to be one that's in like the volcanoes or the Ashen people. Uh, so I, I guess that's what he's trying to go for. A very eco-centric kind of storytelling. Again, you know, save the trees and all that, which, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, the score is also fantastic in this movie. I did really enjoy like the, a lot of the musical cues I thought were very well done, which should be no surprise. You know, James Cameron knows what he's doing when he's picking out a score to be used in a film. And then, uh, like I said, I think most people will be lost in the first two hours of this movie. I think I think it's going to lose most audiences. Would you guys agree with that? At least at that, if you make it two hours, would you say that that's about accurate? Yeah, that was my struggle where I feel like by the time the climax finally did come, I was so checked out and, you know, fighting consciousness at points. 
because it's just it's a huge time commitment and if you're not keeping your audience fully engaged that entire time like is is your climax going to be worth it then right and i don't know if i would say it's worth it but i would say it's very action heavy uh, adam what did you think of the climax of the film as far as some of the action scenes and stuff that we saw because uh, i did think it was actually really cool especially some of like the hand-to-hand stuff and uh that's, detention that's a little I, wanted, bit. I wanted more of that give me yeah. more of that that's i would have totally taken more of that because that was the you know arguably one of the more entertaining parts of it i, I think there could have been if there was a more of a mix between you know set up some of the other uh creatures in uh, in the land and you know have some uh smaller conflicts that eventually will grow into bigger ones into other films or something like mm-hmm. that that would have been way more entertaining than what we got, I think. You know, it's funny. This movie reminded me a, a lot of uh, Black Panther's sequel, Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. where they kind of brought everybody together and they said, oh, we're going to go attack the military and, you know, and head them off. It felt very similar in that big, like, giant action scene kind of way. And yep. I'm just not really into those kind of scenes anymore, uh, especially with, with this type of film. Uh, again, because the sci-fi elements are very strong. There's, there's no doubt James Cameron knows sci-fi and, and understands the world he's creating. I just don't think he's found a way to communicate it in an interesting way besides some visuals, but the visuals don't really assist your story. So I feel like there's just a really big disconnect. And I think really with that, we're really ready to give our final scores. I'm going to give Avatar The Way of Water a 6.5 out of 10. Please, Anna. You're not leaving, are you, Jake? It's okay. Going on out there? Going that... I'll never stop. I'm coming for you. When I do, I'll kill your whole family. Dad! Then let's get it done. I really didn't enjoy this movie. Uh, I don't think it's terrible, and that's why I have to give it some points definitely for the visuals. It is a nice showcase. If you have a really nice like theater system and you want to show something off, uh, you could do a lot worse with Avatar The Way of Water. Uh, this movie's going to have its fans, and I respect that. Hey, if you really like this, this is your thing. I, I totally, I don't get it. But hey, you know, there's things I like people don't get either. Uh, there is there is some action there. If you can get through the first two hours, uh, you'll be rewarded with something that's kind of interesting. Again, the boat scene at the end is very cool. It's very tense. Uh, it's just the problem with this, and again, the first Avatar 2, is just the writing doesn't match the visuals. It's just so weak and uninteresting at times to the point where, I think I had to pause it a few times in between just to get through it. It just, it is a long, it's a long struggle. Uh, maybe like a shorter version would be a little more interesting to some extent. Usually we want longer movies, uh, but not, not with this case. I, I could definitely do with something shorter, but way of water. Again, if you like James Cameron, uh, you like the avatar series, check it out. Otherwise I, I probably think you should stay away from it. Adam. What do you think of this one? I think you hit the nail on the head with a 6.5, and that's why I'm going to give Avatar The Way of Water 6.5 as well. You and me, cupcake. Did I mention you just supposed to tie the mouth shut first? I selected! I guess I had higher hopes for it um, going into it. I just wanted uh, maybe some more world building, some accentuating on a little bit more of the uh, 
wildlife and the creatures, you know, something like that, set up for the other, you know, future films. Because as of right now, the future does not look very bright, at least for my eyes. No, I, I could agree with you. Again, they have all this time. They had all the time in the world to make this movie, and they just years. couldn't fan. And not even that. And then the story had three hours and 12 minutes to go and couldn't convince that much across to it. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Julie, how about you? What do you think on this one? I'm going to give Avatar The Way of Water 6.3 out of 10. standouts for me really is the visuals um i like the anatomy of the other you know races of navi like showing you know that they have the flippers and all you know other anatomical features to help them in water other than that like was not engaged fully in this movie it was too long um i didn't care about any of the characters at all um so if you don't have like an emotional connection to your character like there's no investment for you as a viewer because i personally couldn't care if anyone lived or died by the end of this movie <laughs> and that sucks because I, I think james cameron really wants jake selly to be like the next like john carner john carner of movies and like this big like cinematic character and jake selly's really bland man he's really boring and uh doesn't really yes. do much for me as far as his story uh, i i, I want to like it again i really did want to like this movie kind of like what adam said i had some kind of expectations I'm like all right this is a chance to go in and fix the problems i had with the first avatar uh really he just did more of the same and you know maybe there's some grand vision we're not seeing got a couple more movies to figure it out so uh Time will tell, guys. Time will tell. But anyway, thank you all so much for joining us for this episode of The Real Review. My name's Kevin. That guy's Adam. That's Julie. We are The Real Movie Guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. We'll see you next time. If you guys like what you've seen here today, consider giving this video a like and leaving your thoughts in the comments below. If you want to stay up to date with everything Real Movie Guys related, make sure to hit that subscribe button and check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And don't forget, all you audio listeners at home, we are available on many podcasting platforms. Just search The Real Movie Guys, you should pop right up. Thank you again all so much for joining us on this episode of The Real Review. We are The Real Movie Guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. Catch you next time.